0: Right, back at an undisclosed location in Hayes, the Bromley Buzz is with Peter Fortune, the London Assembly member for Bexley and Bromley, for the second time after he utterly charmed Zenat, my co-presenter, yeah, uh, uh, with his impersonation of Romeo, <laughs> uh, which he can refrain from with me, but if he feels the inclination, feel free. Uh, it and was actually uh, for you, the first time. Oh, how kind. Your sparkling eyes are making me feel funny again. Uh, well, I'll take my glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we might get some background noise. In fact, there it goes right as we speak. But, you know, this is authentic. Peter, you told us all about being London Assembly member and other, I think i used the word fascinating just now, topics. Yeah. How have you been since we last met... What's going on in the world of Peter Fortune? I can't. I can't believe it's been so long since we last met. I think I, you said a
1: year earlier. I think you said um, it's been. It's been very busy at the London Assembly, um, and I, I know this is not a, a politics uh, podcast. But oh, go uh, on! But you know, ev- everything over the last year has been uh, a combination of either the, the ULEZ expansion that oh, people no have been way. talking about. Hello, sorry. That's just you know. I'm well known. Cricket folk. <laughs> so, um folk. Uh, either the ULEZ expansion or uh, what went on with the uh, Windsor report into the removal of Cressida Dick, but ULES, I think is the the thing that people ask me most about. We are we are waiting to hear back from the court uh, what the decision has been with the the JR, um, and the, the the JR has been to review the process that TfL went through uh, with their with their consultation. Uh, not not a criminal case. I think people some. Sometimes mistake it as a, as a sort of a, a, a kind of criminal case where there will be a decision whether or not it can go ahead. That's not what we're looking at. We're looking at whether or not the consultation
0: was completed properly,
1: and that's due imminently. I think.
0: So, you just made me start to think about whether any politicians have gone to jail on account of environmentally related decisions. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure
1: it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. Well, it, it might be with corporate manslaughter laws, I suppose. But anyway,
0: we don't. Yes, yeah. indeed. By the time this goes out, I, it may even be out because I heard that it might be tomorrow.
1: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I know these
1: things are quite, are held quite closely uh, by the court, so I, I don't mm. know.
0: It was an interesting consultation. Um, no, we don't really fancy having you, Liz, oh, you're having it anyway. Moving <laughs> moving, moving, swiftly on. <laughs> yeah. They
1: didn't actually ask the question outright. If you, if mm. you went onto to the um, TFL consultation document, there were a series of questions. I'm doing this from memory now, but I think there were 30-odd questions. And in there, buried in the middle, was a question about when you would like it implemented and of the options. One of them was, I wouldn't like it implemented at all. So you had to work quite hard to say that you didn't want it implemented at all. And people did. And actually, the the majority of people that filled it in said they didn't want it. And then when you looked at the data, um, that that rose up to about 70% of people in outer London. I think 80% of businesses, again, I'm doing this off the top of my head, Mm. but they said they didn't want it either. And then what we found was um, that there were some... Is it okay to go on about this? No, you can go on. So then what we found was that some organisations who were pro-ULES had knocked up this algorithm where they could send out emails to supporters who could press one button and it would automatically fill in the survey to to sort of suggest that they wanted the ULES expansion out to the M25. And those, those uh, results were counted. But then other organisations that emailed in to say we don't want it they weren't counted which is which is quite interesting right. and you can see or you can see my exchange with the mayor on this if you just stick it into Google.
0: Well whether this is um, relevant to what you told us before of course is because your role mm-hmm. uh, is of scrutiny yes. above all else yes, yes. Um, so you be tell you what though to get off the ulis. yes what have you been scrutinizing in Bromley in the last few months that you've enjoyed what you've been doing going out apart, apart from the odd pint of guineas well, I mean,
1: that's it's there's no Guinness in front of me. What are you talking about? That's 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 a Coke. That's a Coke with a fuzzy white top. Uh, penguin, mushed penguin. Um, so my scrutiny is at the uh, City Hall and for Bexley and Bromley, of course. Um, mm. The big thing I've been involved with has, has been setting the the budget. Uh, it's a huge. I think I said we had this conversation before, didn't we? It's a, it's a twenty one billion pound budget in uh, in London, um, and so. I've just been through we' just you know recently finished the budget setting process um, and, and that, that's taken up an awful lot of time uh, the, 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 there's lots going on at, at City Hall because we're preparing for the elections next year as well and so you know the silly season is about to start
0: yeah mm. <laughs> yes I'm, uh, I could go into lots of uh, provoking questions at this point <laughs> but frankly I won't. Yeah. Yeah, so you were just talking uh, to a passing cricketing chat. Yes. And I hear um, an allegation in the conversation off-air that uh, you've been seen in public bowling.
1: I have been, I have to admit. I didn't get into cricket until I was a bit older. By a bit older, I mean old. Oh. Uh, we, we didn't do it at school. Um, you know, I went to a, a school in, in Lambeth and we had we played football and that was, football and that was about it. Um, and I didn't really start playing cricket until I moved to Bromley and I joined Petswood. And I was hopeless, but it was quite nice on a Sunday, sort of standing out in the sun. Uh, occasionally coming to when people were shouting at me because a ball had flown past me. Uh, but I, I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. So where we are now in Hayes, uh, the club up the up the up the road there, which won the league uh, last year, I think it did. Um, when I was the ward councillor here, this is my previous ward, um, we we sort of helped them with some fundraising to get some nets put in. So we opened the mm. nets for them and. They asked me to bowl the, the first ball into the nets, which I, which I did very pleasingly. But uh, I, w- I was facing <laughs> this young girl, she's about 14, and she was, she was eyeballing me down the nets, and I was absolutely petrifying. And then, of course, because it's the age we're in, I looked up and I noticed that everybody had their cameras out. So there's, there's, mm. sadly, there's footage of me uh, limply. <laughs> Throwing this ball um, at, uh, at uh, this young cricketer who you know, absolutely whacked it <laughs> right back down the net at me. But yes, no, I love a bit of cricket. A shame about the Ashes this week. Uh,
0: yes, well we've got a tiny bit of rain here, but tiny would have been fine there. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah a, a, a drawn deluge. A drawn
1: deluge, yes. Uh, but we've got the Oval, so hopefully we can, we can get something done at the Oval this week.
0: Of course, we're actually in the wider county of Kent. Mm. Bromley has this weird London borough, uh, Kent experience. And we've got the Beckenham uh, county ground up there. Uh, Have you ever been? Uh, I've been to a networking event and I've... um, uh, gone and sort of sat around on the grassy bank, I think. Yeah, up there. Not opinion. been to a game.
1: That's oh, great. It's a really good day. I've been. I mean, mm. they do some one dayers their uh, 2020 stuff. It's yeah. A, yeah, very good. It's, you know, it's really worth supporting. It. Yeah,
0: you you actually catch me on a. Uh, we have a duck on the um, speaking to anybody in cricket in the borough so right. far. Okay. And I mean, after two years almost, I'm increasingly conscious of the fact we need to change that. <laughs>
1: right, okay, <laughs> Well, um, and I, will, I will tell you, what, I'll, I'll get you an invite up to Hayes, and we'll go and do a commentary. That would be brilliant. Yeah, we'll do a Bromley bus. Test match Mm -hmm. special from Hayes.
0: Yeah, I used to like a curry in Hayes as well. Um, That's great. There's
1: great shops down the High Street. We're doing an advert for Hayes. It's great.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm going to take a sip of this uh, orange juice.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's already changed colour as we speak. (laughs) It's um, it's we're in the Harry Potter (laughs) uh, pub (laughs) in Diagon Alley. (laughs) Yes, Butterbeer wasn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, go. I've got kids. You ever been to the Harry Potter experience? No, I haven't. Watford.
1: Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, a couple of years back, we were lucky enough to go out to Disney and they have, they've got a Harry Potter experience there, which was brilliant. We got on this train. We thought it was a ride, but it wasn't. It was an actual train that takes you to Harry Potter. Well, and you get off at King's Cross and it's a, it's like an incredible knock-up of King's Cross station. Mm. It's amazing.
0: Yes. Did I hear that uh, you had been to... Or around family that have been to Oppenheimer and Barbie and if so did you go to both or which one? I did I have to admit to only going to Oppenheimer I'm deeply disappointed I, uh, I and there's me you're a conservative I was hoping you'd have the very pink I, will, I shirt was actually on. that's not my, my, even
1: right my, my, my family went in the in the morning I was actually working mm. uh, so I couldn't go so I met them uh, in, in Bromley and they were all dressed in pink I mm. had no idea they were going to do that but I was very interested in the Oppenheimer film because I have I, I am interested in physics and it's, oh, I remember first learning about the Manhattan Project, probably when I was at school, um, and it was, and it was an, an extraordinary collection of individuals, an extraordinary collection of individuals. And one of my heroes, Richard Feynman, was one of the, the team that was there, and he was, he was a real pain, actually, whilst he was at, whilst he was at um, Los Alamos. Um, he used to break out, he, he didn't like the security elements of it, so he used to sort of break out and break back in again, and mm. he, he, that's where he taught himself to pick locks, I think, and safe crack. Who so would open all the safes and leave some cheeky messages in there for the, for the military bots to find? Um, but it was an interesting film. There's, there's actually another version uh, called Fat Man and Little Boy, I think it was called, um, uh, which is the, name of the, two, the code names of the two bombs, which starred Paul Newman as Leslie Groves, which is the Mayor Damon uh, role in this one, and uh, Dwight Schwartz it hmm. was Howling Mad Murdoch from the oh, AT yeah, yeah. and I knew that Lieutenant, oh, let me geek fest now, Lieutenant Barclay. Barclay, Star, from Star Trek. Star Trek. That guy, as Oppenheimer. Next generation and Beyond, yes. Yeah, okay. so, so he, he played the Oppenheimer role. And that's hmm. that's a cracking film as well. Um, but yeah, it was good and, and very accurate as well. It hmm. was a very accurate uh, depiction of what went on. Because the film itself is not necessarily about the making of the, the gadget, the bomb, the device, but it's actually about what happened to Oppenheimer afterwards and how, you know, the the nation kind of turned on him in that kind of McCarthyism um, uh, horrific process that America went through.
0: Well, one of the best productions in a Bromley theatre I've seen, Bromley Little Theatre, uh, Breaking the Code. And that was about right. the life of Alan Turing. Alan Turing, yeah. Who, again, uh, what you might call a secret hero, right. follow, followed by um, chemical castration and suicide, yes. probably. And Poison Apples. Poison Apples?
1: too as well, yes. That was, uh, so, Turing... Uh, mm. and, you know, it's very sad. He came to an end with a, with an apple, and people did wonder if that was symbolic, didn't they? Mm. Um, and Oppenheimer, when he was at Cambridge, and this is depicted in the movie. You no, know, although not entirely accurately because Niels Bohr wasn't there. But uh, Oppenheimer was having some real problems when he was at Cambridge, and he poisoned one of his tutor's apples, mm. and, and left it for the tutor to, to to ingest. I think he told people it was filled with sulfuric acid. But so there you go. There's a, there's a, Know, this stuff is in there, Darren. I don't know how it gets into my head. But how yeah. are the other half live? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, cracking film. Cracking film. So, have you been to anything else of a cultural nature which you've enjoyed around here? I've been. I've been very busy
1: over the last couple of months. So, uh, <laughs> with with. with, with <laughs> Will you
0: appear in the chamber in the um, <laughs> London Assembly? If that's yeah. not theatrical, wise. Well, that is, that that is quite theatrical,
1: yeah. But I've been. Uh, no, we've had <laughs> lots of family issues over the last couple of months, mm. so it's been it's been quite hectic. Um, but I'm keen to, this. there's a great, um, my, my, my Churchill theatre brochure flopped through the door the other day. So I'll we'll have a look at what's the new seasons looking at there. And that seems to be going from strength to strength, doesn't it? Some really yeah. good productions going on there.
0: Well, I think they've got a play coming up about politicians. It's called Frankenstein. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> But the, the serious part of that is, yes, yeah. there is indeed a production Frankenstein yeah, yeah. that is going there. Yeah. Uh, which sounds quite fun, actually, in a very yeah. gothic kind of way. And I think they announced their panto recently, but I can't remember what one it is. No. Last year was Jack and Beanstalk, so that it's not very that. good.
1: Yes, I went to that one. That was uh, Bonnie Tyler, Bonnie Langford. Oh,
0: I Bonnie think Langford. you're going back further. This one yeah, was Antoine de Beck um, in right. particular. We yes. Interviewed him.
1: yes, yes.
0: He was as charming as um, he comes across on the telly.
1: He was a local chap as well, wasn't he? He worked in Seven Petswood. Oaks and worked
0: in the Bedpost. Just in the Bedpost
1: in, in post Petswood. In Petswood. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where this... How does this stuff mm. get in there? It's because I listen to the Bromley buzz and that's what keeps <laughs> me informed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got our
0: date set for the cricket, so... Well, there is that, that as well. Yeah. Do you haven't been to any other sports, by the way? Um, I, I mean, I'm a Crystal Palace fan. Mm. So it's been
1: a funny week this week, losing Zaha. But I don't, I don't get out to the football as much as I used to. Um, uh, cricket mostly I like a bit of, I, I, I'm getting on a bit now so I quite, I, I'm kind of sort of becoming a sofa supporter mm. you know it gets to a Sunday and you, you, you flip the telly on and sort of watch what's on but and Northampton I support in the rugby that's because my wife's from Northampton so she, she has to support uh, Kemp for the cricket and i support Northampton interesting trade rugby. off I think so yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't mind going up to Northampton see the Saints down Jimmy's end
0: mm-hmm. yeah Hmm, are they in the, the highest league? Yes, yeah, I think. Yes, they are, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Westcombe Park, who are my neighbours in Orpington, have just gone up, but I think they're still in the probably fifth rung oh, right, okay. uh, of the National no, League. No, no, this is top-flight rugby. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but even at the level that Westcombe are, having seen a couple of games there, there's some yeah. strapping gentlemen on that pitch. <laughs> yeah, Vic,
1: yeah. I was, again, I didn't play rugby. I'm not. You can't tell this through the medium of, of, of uh, radio, but... Uh, I'm not the biggest guy in the world. Mm. Uh, so rugby was never for me. And you know, if you're gonna be my I'm you know, five and a half foot in heels. Uh, and if you're if you're my size, you need to be fast, and I'm not fast either,
0: so rugby was not was not something I took part in. Mm. Well you didn't get away from the Bromley buzz twice now, so that's good. <laughs> that's true. No, no, caught, mm. yes. Yeah. So you got anything you've got coming up that you're looking forward to? Um where are we now, August? So
1: everything is going to be, I'm trying I'm trying not to be political but everything is so political at the moment Darren so uh, obviously there's the mayoral races coming up um, and uh, we're going to see what happens with the, the, the JR decision on ULES um, but mostly I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focused now on just, I like, as I said in the last interview, I, I like doing the scrutiny mm. uh, so I've just moved on to the planning and regeneration committee at City Hall Um, housing is a is a big issue unless we unless we wrap our heads around where our kids are gonna live what we're gonna do to make sure we get people out of temporary accommodation what we do to make sure we build appropriately and then protect green spaces accordingly and you know unless we get our head around that we're in trouble so that's gonna be my focus for the next term I think hmm all
0: right wandered off into thought now this is the advantage (laughs) of not live Uh, yeah mm.
1: what about so for the for the Bromley Buzz, it's very yeah. interesting. Here you've now got some sponsors, which is which is excellent. Uh, what's what's next for you guys?
0: Well, um, possibly more sponsors in addition to uh, yeah. the um, very respectable terra firma Landscapes and Ian Wood Property yes. um, from uh, Orpington and uh, West Wickham, respectively. Yeah. Um, And, yes, we've actually literally got the anniversary, 4th of August, two years of doing this. There will be 121 episodes by then, if my calculations are correct.
1: And that's a big hurdle to get
0: over, isn't it? Well, the the one year and the 100th episode, both of which are well behind us now, likewise. Uh, And it's been a joy. And one of the... the (laughs) I keep getting asked, how many listeners have you got? How the heck do I know? know? You don't really get proper stats on that. What I do know is that the name is well heard, and people like coming... On here, yeah, uh, and we're increasingly getting people cold calling us with, aha we're this business in Bromley. Can we come on the Bromley bus?"
1: Well, and, and I think it's it's making those connections as well, isn't it? Yeah. So it's you know get up to to Hayes Cricket Club and and you know mentioning the the, the, the local high streets and stuff because we do we're, we're almost becoming in the new way of working Uber local if people are working more from home they're going to be using the the local restaurants and cafes they're going to be using the local bars there's we're able to manage time a bit more effectively now because of new way of working so maybe people are getting I don't know maybe people are rejoining sports clubs and things mm. uh, because there's more there's more. Is there more leisure time? People tell me there is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what there definitely is as well is the chance to see things up close and personal. That's what you get when it isn't the national stuff. So, you go to um, Lords, Wembley, the big Premier League, football clubs, etc. That's one thing. But going to Hayes uh, Cricket Club, um, to Bridge House Theatre in Penge, Bromley Little Theatre, um, West Goon Park Rugby, and all of this, yeah. you can go and mingle with the people in the bar afterwards yeah. as well. Although as we just said, both of us will be heavily loomed over. And I interviewed <laughs> yeah. the almost captain of Westcomb. I don't think yeah. he's officially the captain, but he was yeah. immediately propelled forward by all his teammates when it would right. come for the interview, <laughs> okay. and he loomed over me yeah. considerably. You're right, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, and which is as it should be.
1: Well there's, on Monday I think Bromley are playing Crystal Palace, and Tuesday next week. Oh yeah. So I was going to pop along to that, so that might be a good one to go to. Mm. They're, norm- they're more normal sized athletes they? although yeah. they sometimes I see them in the gym the Nuffield gym down the way and they are, they're quite
0: big lads as well, actually. well they, they, this is something that they were talking about on one of the football shows on 5 Live the other day and they were saying yeah. that um, when Gary Lineker and others were growing up yeah. there was no effort put into the upper body yeah. and in fact, um, no you can't do your upper body because it means you won't be able to move around so Flexibly, yeah. and now it's all you go in and you, you muscle up everywhere, and you're like a, a sort of walking brick wall. Well, I used to be a member of the gym
1: at Crystal Palace mm-hmm. because all this added belly protection I've only just put on in the last couple of years. So I, I was I was a reasonably healthy. I thought child that was armour. <laughs> this okay. is armour, yeah, political armour. <laughs> uh, yeah. A flab vest. Mm. See <laughs> <laughs> oh, <come on>. his <laughs> just Look at that! Just off the top of my head, my flab vest. Um, uh, I used to train in the Crystal Palace gym, and the, the American football team, the London American football team, the London, what were they called?
0: Broncos. The London Broncos. I think. No that, that no, that might no, have been rugby, actually. Right. Right. We've got the Kent Exiles, who actually are based down in... Monics, uh, where sorry. the West Guma are. Ah, yes, that uh, was London it. London Monarchs. Mm.
1: They used to train in that gym, and, and everybody that was training in there beforehand, oh, they left quite soon afterwards, because these monsters, just absolute monsters would come. They wouldn't even bother lifting the weights, they just picked the machine up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favourite
0: moments is there was a programme. Um, Max Boyce, the comedian, went over yeah, to the gosh, States yeah, yeah, yeah. and he interviewed people on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, and as he was doing the interviewing bit, one of the linebacker or whatever it was yeah. guys just steamed past at about 100 miles an hour and picked him up as if he wasn't there. <laughs> and you just see this sort of wail of astonishment and horror from sports Max Boyce.
1: Sports people. I do find sports people impressive. Mm. I once um, was, I was doing a, an Agatha Christie show. Hence the acting
0: past and the Here's Macbeth the references and at the, the beginning. Methods,
1: yeah. mm. um, Greg Rosetsky was in it. It was one of the more modern ones. Um, and they they had uh, they had like a uh, a, a sort of yeah, a, a famous, a well-known guest in a lot of them. So mm. Greg Rosetsky was in this one. And watching him serve up close was just was petrifying. Oh yeah. There's no, there's no question, right? This guy, this this great uh, Canadian that we'd adopted, bless him. Uh, we'll take any. If they're good at sport, we'll have you. Mm. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, he, uh, I think he had the fastest serve in the world at the time. And there was just no question, right? There was, there was not somebody out there not discovered. This guy could serve a tennis more faster than anybody else. It was, oh, God, it was a heck of a thing to watch.
0: Have you met um, either of the two main, as it were, sporting heroes of the borough? Um, one of them being Miranda Carno on the one hand, and the other being Dean Asher-Smith, who was in the background when we were interviewing people at the club one day. Oh, right. And... Uh, why actually can't half move that woman when yeah. she training even Norman Park
1: Dina I've met a couple of times mm. Dina, Lovely she's girl. my mate She's you know, I've, mm. I've met uh, Dina smith a few times both times uh, she was kind enough to do a, a photo with my little girl Oh. so I've got a, who's 14 tomorrow it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow um, so I've got a picture of her with Dina when uh, she was my, my daughter was I don't know 8, 9 and I've got another one she was 13 mm. Um and do you know what? In the, in the space in between, the first time we had her, she I think she was just breaking into the national teams and she was this upcoming, but she wasn't the kind of mega star that she became. Of course, the next time we saw her, she'd been this mega star with all the focus and everything. And she was still as nice and humble and kind and down to earth as the first time I met her. And that's, you know, if you're, if you're that good at something, I, I wonder if that sometimes gives you a, a confidence.
0: Well, in the spirit of that, I think we're going to close in a moment, but when we have done that, I'm going to have a selfie with you. Okay, I'd love to. Why not? Yes. Do you get many photograph requests and autographs or Just anything from like the that? Just police. Uh, <laughs> I, I have John Major's autograph. You and really? When I met him, in, well, met him, he was passing in a car and went out the window at Lord's.
1: Ah, well, he's got local connections as well. I didn't know that. Yes, so he was... I... Um, when I was a precocious young lad, I found out that John Major—nothing's <laughs> changed—apart <laughs> from young um, John Major, who I think he'd just become prime minister, so it would have been about 1992. I found out he was from Brixton, like me, yeah. and uh, so I, I wrote to Number 10 saying, "This is this is amazing how like a, a kid from round here can go on to be a prime minister." And he rather sweetly wrote back, um, which was very, very kind of him, and I think he sent me some—I think he sent me signed copies of a speech he'd given. So I met him years later and, and mentioned to him that he'd done this, and he'd been on the housing committee at Lambeth Council, I think. I think he was one of the councillors that was responsible for, or, or took the decision to, to build the estate we eventually moved on to in, in uh, uh, West Norwood Toss Hill area. I talked to him and then he found out I'd moved to Bromley his face kind of sank. Apparently he'd applied for seats in Bromley as a councillor and been refused. Mm. <laughs> so he's still a bit bitter about it. But I think Norma's family live around here somewhere, so, so he knows the area quite well.
0: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're always discovering something new about the place, it's literally, well... Uh, one of the weird parts is discovering bits of it I didn't even know existed as part yeah. of Bromley because of the boundaries and so on.
1: It, it is an extraordinary place, there's a, there's a lot of history connected to it and, and you, you often find, you go digging around and you often find a connection somehow back to, back to Bromley, one of the two best boroughs in London.
0: <laughs> and uh, we're looking forward to um, going back in time at some time not too distant future, I'm going to go and uh, talk to people at Down House, Darwin right. Origins of Species, old home of, yes, yeah, I've been which there is a few just times about in the borough.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times, uh, uh, amazing, amazing place. You can still do the walk, I can't remember exactly what it's called, uh, but there's the, there's a walk that Darwin used to take every day around the Down House, where he had these incredible thoughts, but it's, it's, an, it's an extraordinary, extraordinary place, just brimming with history. You know, and then you got like we talked about earlier, Chartwell just on the borders as well, mm-hmm. amazing. And then where we are now, of course, if if we, if you can flick back time and send your eyes that way, you would have seen the home of the pits hit the other and pit the other mm-hmm. a bit just over
0: the back of over the station there. Well, um, as we close, given your chosen role in politics, um, please do your best to give us some good future history. I will do my best. Well, That's actually the job. <laughs> it
1: is, yes. But, no, Nice to see you again. Thank you, again you very soon. much,
0: and uh, well done, the um, passing tracker who pays once more. <laughs>